Hey guys, a huge, warm, hopeful welcome back to the world of hair. So in these unsettling times of what's being called the new normal, is there a potential to possibly damage our businesses or alienate clients through bashing what's known as box dye in our industry? Well, join me as we get into it. So first things first, it goes without saying that I hope that everybody that's listening to this or is anywhere in the world of social is doing okay. I hope that you guys are doing okay and I hope that the the feeling of being unsettled is has kind of dissipated slightly and you know, you're adjusting to what is being called the new normal. Um, the reality is, is that we will come out the other side of that and that's what me that's what I'm personally looking forward to and I hope that, that I hope that you guys have the hope and and that you can see the other side almost. Who knows? You know, we, we've got to be day to day at the moment. I, I figure that is kind of what's working for me. And and the, the thing about this is it's what will work for you that will get you through these, you know, strange, very strange times. So it's been almost 18 months since there was an episode here on The World of Hair. And it really felt like, you know, feels like the right time to bring you a new episode. And this is kind of like a, a companion piece to what I to what the last episode was, which was all about communication. And, you know, which obviously has an impact on how somebody feels. So that's what we're doing with this episode. And you've heard me say in the intro, it's about the kind of demonization. That's quite a strong word, but, you know, it's a good word really for, I think, how some of us are feeling generally about social media. We're feeling that there's a kind of a, perhaps a pack mentality, a safety in numbers, and there's been for instance, demonization, which I'm going to use that word, but it is a strong one, <laughs> um, about whether we should have closed the salons or not, and whether we should have been doing clients. And then when that became official, that's what we all did and are now doing, having time at home, um, self-isolating. So yeah, demonization, it's a strong word, but it's one that I am going to use throughout this podcast, because I think it's, it's actually one that a friend you know, gave to me to, who's not a hairdresser, but gave to me to kind of describe how I was feeling. And it kind of sums it up for me. So first up, I want to start with with a statistic. That's hard to say when you haven't got your teeth in. I have got my teeth in, but a statistic. And that is that 70% of hair colouring is done in people's homes. So that's a really huge number, 70%, isn't it? And and it varies from country to country, but it's it's a statistic that has stuck with me since I was told that number and I think it's fascinating. It means that, you know, a lot of clients, potential clients, consumers are colouring their own hair. So I want you to, I'd love it if you would hold on to that figure of 70%. Um, it means that a lot of the colour house products that we're using professionally in salon, they also obviously have consumer arms, not all of them, but some of them do. And, you know, that's a huge part of business for them as well. So, and there is, you know, it's worth talking about at the beginning of the podcast that obviously I understand that, you know, these are unsettling times. And it's also worth remembering that, you know, those clients that do colour their hair at home with what I call home hair colour, I know a lot of people call it box dye on social media, but I call it home hair colour because I find that a box dye has a quite a negative connotation to it or can do as we're going to get into further on in the podcast. 
But obviously, you know, as I've just mentioned, um, colour houses have consumer products and they also have professional products. Now, the, the, the major difference between something that is for a consumer and for a professional is that obviously if it's done at home, 70% of it is, they're not getting the expertise of a, of a hair colourist to formulate their colour for them. They're not getting the conversation. They're not getting the finishing of the hair. They're not getting, you know, all those extra touches, the expertise, the, the knowledge that we've put into years of training. So that is the major difference. But the actual product itself is kind of very similar. Maybe not exactly the same, but the products, you know, the actual hair colour itself is very, very similar. Now, here's a bit of visualisation, if you'd like. Um, I'd like for you, in whichever way you find most comfortable and easiest, um, whether it's you close your eyes for a second or, you know, just be in the moment, I'd like you to visualise the look, especially, this is especially with grey coverage, because what we're covering in this podcast is somebody retouching their roots perhaps at home a couple of times. I'm not talking about balayage. I'm not talking about, you know, dimensional foil highlighting. I'm not talking about somebody re-bleaching their roots. I'm talking about grey coverage and maybe a gloss at home or maybe something to pep someone's colour up and refresh it slightly. I'm not talking about a major overhaul. But I would like you to imagine the look and the emotion that a client... um, puts out when they've got fresh roots or a fresh gloss and their hair feels new and shiny and fabulous. So just take a moment, a couple of seconds, to imagine that feeling. And we've been away from the salon for a while now, but it's a very, very strong emotive emotion that you, you know, reaction that you get from a client. They use words like, you know, language like, I feel so much better, or I really needed that. And that's, for us as hairdressers, it's one of the reasons that we do what we do, because it's so rewarding, and it lifts us up as we lift them up. That's a good one. It lifts them up as we, it lifts us up, sorry, as we lift them up. So it's a powerful thing. It's really, really powerful. And, you know, I've talked about it on my lives on Instagram and I've talked about it in the, in the last episode of the podcast, which by all means, go and have a listen to once you've listened to this. Um, don't do it now because we've got a bit more to talk about. But, you know, it's very, very powerful. And I think all of you listening to this who are hair professionals, you know, with experience of clients and standing behind the chair will all agree with me and that that's a really powerful thing for us. And, and it's a huge part of what we do, how we make people feel. Okay, so whilst I'm with you on, you know, with you on that our world, you know, world and work situation as hair professionals is unsettling to say the least. And, you know, that we've all spent probably more time than we should um, over the last couple of weeks on social media. I personally limit the time I spend scrolling or, you know, looking at stories. And I have done. And also with news agencies recently, I've been very selective about um, where I'm actually getting my information and news because there's a lot of kind of fake news out there. Um, but, you know, now I would like, now we've focused on how a client feels when they sit in our chair 
And if we think about how people could be feeling generally at the moment, including ourselves, including, you know, all of us um, with the uncertainty that's out there, I would really like us to think about um, how those people in their homes, our clients, consumers, are feeling around having those roots or having hair that's perhaps not as glossy or doesn't feel quite as finished as they used to having you know personally a lot of my clients come and see me for gray coverage once a month so we are i am now have done over the last couple of weeks got emails phone calls uh, messages on instagram from clients who are wanting to retouch their roots themselves so i'd like us to think about how you know those clients are feeling whilst they're at home probably not great not great anyway but seeing those grey hairs come through or feeling that the hair doesn't look quite as good as it could, not feeling great about themselves. So is it really going to do that much harm to recommend something they can touch up their roots with at home? Is it sending out the right message on our social media to create a post or, you know, a, a video or a meme that's saying something that's potentially a little bit reductive or a bit negative and giving that client the that bad feeling for wanting to retouch their own roots or maybe um, making them hesitate about reaching out to you potentially for advice which is what you do you know that's what we do as hair professionals I personally would much rather and I don't expect everybody to share my opinion but I would much rather somebody reach out to me and me recommend the right product for them potentially and then they feel better Uh, a scenario here's an example I had a client um, last week who reached out to me who actually her hair the color of her hair and her roots involves quite a lot of lifting and I did make a couple of recommendations, but I did include a caveat, you know, a kind of a point, a disclaimer in that recommendation that as far as I'm concerned, lifting her hair a couple of levels at home isn't really the right thing to do at the moment. And, you know, by all means, take my recommendation and try and get hold of the products if you can, because it's quite hard to get hold of permanent colour at the moment. Um... But if you, you know, if you really feel that you have to do it and it's going to make you feel so much better, then do it. But it's perhaps not my professional advice to because, you know, as I said earlier on at the beginning of the podcast, for me, it's about blending a bit of grey hair, glossing some, you know, mid lengths and ends or glossing all over globally. But it's not really about lifting hair. Um, So, you know, every client obviously is individual. But... Then I'd like us to move on to thinking about, you know, these are our clients. These are people that are going to be coming back to us potentially after all of this is over, which, you know, hopefully, hopefully I keep using that word, won't be too long. And and we'll come out the other side and we'll be so incredibly busy and they're going to come back to us as clients. But I don't want anywhere in my clients, you know, experience, journey, mind, thought process to think that that I don't always want the best for that client and I don't always want them to feel their best. So remembering that we are, you know, skilled, trained professionals who have worked long and hard to get the amount of knowledge that we have, is there really any, is it really a big deal if somebody does a couple of root retouches? 
or if somebody uses you know, a, a consumer-based gloss product um, a couple of times at home, it's not really that much of a big deal. And we have the knowledge and the experience, as I keep saying, in order to, you know, change that slightly if it need, if need be. And, you know, to, to, again, make our clients feel great when they come back to us. So it really isn't, you know, it's not a big deal as far as I'm concerned. I know that some other people may feel very strongly that, that that's not the way to go. But, you know, we are all entitled to our own opinion. I, as someone that's been doing this for a long time and whose social media is just based mainly around education, um, which is, you know, my purpose and passion, I just would like us to think about how people feel. And I, I just want you guys to be as busy, as successful, as creative and as happy as you can possibly be. It's not about the clicks. It's not about engagement. For me anyway, it's not about engagement through, you know, creating a meme that goes viral, but that might make some of your clients who follow you on social platforms feel not their best. So also I'd like to kind of end this podcast um, by, or this episode, by mentioning, you know, that word again, that demonizing, demonization word. It's interesting and it's something that I was talking about with a client of mine who is um, a psychologist and she was mentioning how demonizing anyone's actions, whether it be when they're going to step away from the chair in an incident like this or, you know, whether they're doing a colour correction, another term that I, I don't use myself but I know is very popular in the industry, or as we've already said many times throughout this podcast, episode um you know box die box die box die you know it has those connotations and there are memes about box die all over all over the hairdressing um internet pardon me that was my emails there i'm getting emailed probably someone trying to sell me something at the moment so it's worth remembering that the demonization of anything in life doesn't give us any power it really doesn't you know it doesn't award us any power and it's also worth asking ourselves the question of why are why do we do that? Why does you know calling something box dye, you know, quotation marks, or calling something a colour correction, why is that powerful to us? Are we scared of that situation? Are we, you know, fearful, which is understandable in what we're going through and you know have been through at the moment. Well, you know, all things um, to think about and hopefully some of that will resonate with you. Maybe it won't, but, you know, that's what all of this is about at the end of the day. And if I can help in any way possible, then that's a good thing. And that's what I'm here for. So that's it from me for now and the world of hair. Thank you so much again for coming along to have a look and see what newness is coming. There will be more episodes and once the world is not quite so crazy and has normalised um, as much as, as it's going to in the near future. There will be more episodes and I do have some special guests lines up, lined up. Lines up? Lined up. Funnily enough, there was an episode planned and then all of this kicked off. I had some technical difficulty, difficulties and unfortunately my podcast equipment has been sat in a drawer just sitting there. 
But, you know, this is something that I want to do for you guys. And I've got some interesting um, guests to share with you who are all related to the hairdressing industry. Not necessarily hairdressers, but people that can help us with things like branding, marketing, education, um, all the different aspects of what we do as hairdressers and hair professionals, if you like. So don't forget, there's tons more info and stuff, um, my day-to-day hairdressing or hair life, if you like, on my Instagram, which is linked around, but I'm sure that anyone that's coming to listen to this knows that you can find that at the crate find that at the you can find that at Craig's World of Hair and of course I have a YouTube with plenty of videos on there review videos and some tutorials as well and you can find that at the world of Craig so until next time take lots and lots of care guys and you know that word that I've said many many times throughout this podcast hope I hope that there's you know a very very near end to everything that we're going through and you know I'm sure that you guys have too, but take, let's take a moment to think about the people that are, you know, putting themselves out there and helping people in need and, and obviously the people that, you know, sadly have been in need or have passed away. So here's to seeing you on the other side of our new normal and another new normal, which will be very, very busy salons for all of us and lots and lots and lots of hair colour. So once again, you all take care. And I'll see you all again soon with another episode of The World of Hair.